0: What's up? What's happening? And welcome to episode four of Legs Feed the Wolves, a Minnesota Timberwolves podcast. I am your host, Bailey Kennedy. And we got a lot to get into. We're talking NBA smoke screens connecting to the NBA draft. There rumors coming in all over the place. What are the Timberwolves going to do? Number one pick. We get into all those rumors and more. We get into Devin Booker. Another rumor, another possible, this isn't really a smokescreen, just a rumor, and the NBA season is officially back on. We get into all of that and more on episode four of the podcast. So let's get into it. Number one pick in the 2020 NBA Draft goes to the Minnesota Timberwolves. D'Angelo Russell is going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Spoke it into existence for years. I'm sitting in the house, I'm loading up the pump. I'm loading up the Uzi. Legs the wolf, boys. Legs the wolf. Today is Tuesday, November 10th, and we are precisely eight days away from the NBA draft. And with the number one pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves are selecting LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards. James Wiseman and they are somehow trading their pick. That that's been all the rumors and everything that's coming out this week we've gotten. Smoke screens coming out like crazy. We'll get into all of that second in this in the show because the biggest story first off that we really have to get into is the NBA season is officially back on. Season will kick off. December twenty second is the date the season will start. That is all according to Woj. It's going to be a seventy two game season, so almost your full length season. Ten games shy of what the usual season is. You know, so you're pretty much getting an entire regular season. You just ten games short. I'm fine with it. I'm excited. And most importantly, I'm just excited to have basketball back. And with this announcement, it also got all the trade talk going and the free agent destinations, all that, all that has really gotten up and going and all these rumors have been coming out like crazy lately. But December 22nd, cancel all your plans that day because the NBA season is officially back on and that's when it's going to start that I can't think of a better Christmas gift than that. NBA basketball being back. That is one of the best gifts you can get especially around Christmas time. And that's usually the best basketball. So I'm excited to have the season back. And not to mention we have the NBA draft in 8 days. From when this podcast is coming out, we got 8 days until the Timberwolves are announcing their number 1 pick. Who knows? i don't even i am starting to convince myself that nobody really knows what's going to happen i don't think that's actually any convincing i think nobody really knows what is going to happen but back to the opening story 72 game season free agency is going to start immediately after the nba draft so draft will end and free agents will just start making their decisions signing with teams right away. So that will be interesting. I think that might be where we see some big moves. I don't I don't know if we're going to see you know any trades or any I I just I don't know. There's so much uncertainty and it all connects back to this draft. But December 22nd the season will kick off, free agency beginning immediately after the draft. Uh there were rumors that maybe they were talking about getting free agency started before the draft but the way it was explained via Woj and Shams they all kind of explained it was that technically the salary cap doesn't go up or in this case I believe it stayed the same for this year that new the new league year technically doesn't start until the draft ends so they were like hey we can't really have free agency start before cause technically it's not the new NBA season so that idea was thrown out the window so we're going to have the NBA draft and then immediately there's going to be like two weeks until teams are going to start reporting to camp because camp opens on December 2nd so drafts November 18th if you have free agency start November 19th you got like three weeks I mean not even not even three weeks you have two weeks until the season starts so Two weeks till the season starts. It's just an exciting time. You know, I'm pumped for basketball to back be back. And I think everyone is very excited. I know some of the players maybe aren't the most happy about the season coming back. Um, A.K.A. LeBron. I get it. You just had... In this case, LeBron, I get it. You just had a long season. I get it. Whatever. But if you want the NBA season to get back on track... You need to start right away. You need to get back on track like how this regular season would be going. And you got to get ready to go. If you want to get back to that 82 game season, you have to have nearly a full season. And you got to get that going right away. So, I'm excited. I think a lot of people are excited. Especially the teams who didn't make it to the bubble. Like, the Timberwolves didn't make it to the bubble. They haven't played a competitive basketball game in nine, like nine months. Nine months sounds about right. I mean, granted, they had the in in market camp, but that's that's not the same. You're not playing someone else. So I think a lot of teams are excited to get going right away because it's, it's basketball, and they they want to get back to what they love. And I think everyone is very excited to have basketball back. So that was the big story, at least that the season's coming back, and it's coming back and we have a date now. But the real big story, if you are the Timberwolves, we'll we'll get into the draft second, but the big story that really blew up. Last week we had Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons was the, the big name guy who would be coming to the Wolves after Daryl Morey was hired. Now we had our good the good man and someone that I think is a really good, well connected basketball reporter. Actually, I don't even know if you would consider Rosillo a reporter, just a guy who seems to know a lot. Ryan Rossillo reported on the Ringer podcast, it's the worst kept secret in the NBA that Devin Booker already wants out of Phoenix. And that got Timberwolves Nation ecstatic because Devin Booker has been the dream since D'Angelo Russell got here. I would even say before D'Angelo Russell got here because you had the Slam Magazine cover where all three of them were on the cover of the magazine wearing their team's uniform at that time. And D'Lo was the guy who said, yeah, we want to play together at some point. And now with this rumor being out there that Booker maybe wants out of Phoenix and he just signed a max contract, I think it was last year. So you have that come out that he wants out. The Timberwolves obviously would love to go play with his th- his two best friends in Karl-Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. So immediately Timberwolves Nation got to work on hypothetical trades and what it would take. It's going to take a lot. But I think... You love to see these rumors. And I would love to see Devin Booker in a Minnesota Timberwolves jersey. Because if you get Booker... You keep Cat happy. You keep D'Angelo Russell happy. And I think that's what you need in a small market. You don't see many small market teams... That have three superstars. I can't think of a team that's especially a small market where they might have three big time players. Yeah. Like if Milwaukee gets Chris Paul, I mean, you have Giannis and Chris Paul. I don't consider Chris Middleton like a superstar player. You get Devin Booker in Minnesota, a small market, a true small market. I don't care how bad defense might be. We'll worry about that another time. You're going to score 155 points a night. That's just how it's going to work. You might allow 152. But you're scoring and you're scoring at will. So I am all in on Devin Booker. But at the same time, there's been reports that have come out and said that Rosillo's reports are completely false. And it actually came from this Bleacher Report article which said a league source later told hoops hype Michael Scotto that there's no truth to Booker's supposed desire for an exit with several executives pointing to his contract status four years, 130.8 million as a major reason he's fine staying put. I mean, the Suns did have a good run at the end of it in the bubble. You know, they went undefeated in the bubble and they were very close to making the playoffs close only matters in horseshoes. If the Suns don't get off to a good start and they start struggling, I don't care how many years Devin Booker has left on his contract. He's already been there long enough where they haven't won. So I wouldn't be surprised if they struggle and they don't get, they don't have that momentum that they had in the bubble. It wouldn't shock me if Booker was like, hey, I want out would not surprise me at all but right now a lot of people are saying that that's not true there's no way he would actually want to get traded he's staying put right now and i believe that i think that's true i don't think phoenix is really willing to give up booker right now i think if they struggle out of the gate then it's something they would maybe consider but it's hard when you have someone locked up for so long to give up on them unless Booker demands a trade. And even in that instance, Phoenix doesn't have to do it. They can be like, hey, look, Devin, we have you locked up on this long-term deal. We don't have to trade you. So uh, that's where things will become interesting. And I think the Timberwolves are definitely calling and I think they're, the Timberwolves are offering everything. I think for Devin Booker, you can get Culver, James Johnson, number one. All the future first. I think if you're the Timberwolves, you have to take that risk. You have to. Because if you take this risk, you will make Carl Anthony Towns happy. You will make D'Angelo Russell happy. And I'm sure you'll make Devin Booker happy by having him play with his two other best friends. I think... By making a trade like this, you make everyone happy. And in this small market, that's exactly what you have to do. Make your star players happy. I get three, they'd have three guys taking up max slots, and pretty much you'd have to fill out the rest of the roster with, you know, rookies and guys on vet minimums. But I think if you get those three guys, I think you might get some people there who are veterans being like, hey, man, this team in Minnesota is pretty good. I'll go there and play on the vet minimum. I think that's a possibility. I don't know. I think Minnesota is making the call. I think they offer up everything they can. Because the worst that Phoenix says is no. So, might as well do it. That's the way I look at it. But I think in a deal for Booker, you're giving up probably the same exact price range as a Ben Simmons trade. And I was fine giving up a lot for Ben Simmons. So, if you can imagine, I'm willing to give up just as much for Devin Booker. Granted, Ben Simmons is a better defender, but you you get the three amigos playing together, and we're great. I don't care what happens. I am fine with that. But, there are even more rumors, and this is actually relating... To the draft. I mean, if you're a Timberwolves fan, everyone knows the rumors. Throughout this week, there's been like three different players that the Timberwolves have been rumored to be like, yeah, all executives believe this is who they're taking number one overall. You've heard Anthony Edwards, you've heard James Wiseman, and most recently, I believe it came out today, was Lamella Balls going number one. Many executives believe it. I think also today it came out that most people believe that the Timberwolves are going to take James Wiseman. It is smokescreen central. Everyone is saying what they, they think. Everyone's just making up rumors, being like, oh no, we're going to take... Like, I don't think anyone has a real clue what is going to happen in this draft. I don't think anyone has any idea. I thought I had a sense... I thought I had an idea of what I was seeing. And I thought, maybe a week ago, I thought I knew how the draft was going to go. A week later, I wasn't as sure. And right now, I have no idea. Absolutely none. I have no idea. Because I I believe that Golden State wants James Wiseman too. And I believe Charlotte does want to trade up for him. But Charlotte's saying, hey, if Wise if if you want to take if Minnesota you really want to take Wiseman number one overall, we're fine with taking a Neka Okonwu at three. Cause I think Minnesota is asking Charlotte for more than maybe Charlotte's willing to get up. And I think Minnesota's trying to call Charlotte's bluff by not willing to give up. Anything else? By saying, "Hey, we'll we'll just take him. We have no problem taking him, even though Wiseman has said he doesn't want to play in Minnesota." Just whatever you do, just get a deal done. Please don't screw this pickup. You need to make the right decision. And I think Minnesota is just trying to gain leverage on Charlotte. And I think Charlotte. And Minnesota are very close to a deal. I don't have any inside sources telling me that, oh, yeah, they're on like the two yard line right now for a deal. I think there's a very good chance that Charlotte is willing to make a deal. But the big thing is, I think Minnesota's trying to get the 2021 pick from Charlotte. Because the 2021 draft class is loaded with tons of talent. And it's so highly regarded. And Charlotte... Even if Charlotte adds Wiseman... They're still not going to be that good. They'll be okay. But I I, I don't see them making the playoffs. So... It comes down to that. Like, do you think... That getting Wiseman makes us a playoff contender? And I just don't think it makes it for Charlotte... And that's why they're kind of like, we don't want to give up our first round pick next year. Even if it's, I know they're trying to get it unprotected. There's no way Charlotte's giving up that pick unprotected. Maybe top three protected. They, they maybe say, yeah, we'll consider it. Top five, top 10. I think that's what they're looking at. Maybe even lottery protected. Because you you don't want to give up a potential lottery pick in such a deep draft class. But I don't know. I think, I truly believe that's what's holding them up. I think it's Minnesota's really trying to get back into that 2021 NBA draft. Since they don't have their pick next year. And I think they believe that they could maybe get Charlotte's pick next year. Which... I believe in Rosas. And I believe he could do something like that. But if he gets that done. Man. He is an all time great GM. If he can somehow convince Charlotte. To give up their first round pick next year. That's GM. Of the year. Worthy moves. Because the other rumor is. That it's going to be one. For three. In PJ Washington. And possibly a 2021 first round pick from Charlotte and I think in that case you also have to toss in 33 the second early second round pick this year I think that's maybe what it would take to get a deal done but I don't know the other rumor is take out PJ Washington put in Miles Bridges I think that's where you really look at things and think I think the player really makes a difference I think if Charlotte keeps PJ Washington I think they're more willing to give up that 2021 pick maybe with less protection on it. Cause if you have Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier and Malik Monk still, and then you add Wiseman and you hold on to PJ Washington, that's a solid core right there. I don't know if it's playoff worthy, but it's on the cusp. Like they're circle around in the East for that, last seed in the playoffs so i think they would be willing to give up the 2021 first if they're giving up miles bridges and not pj washington i think pj washington is the deal breaker i love pj washington i saw him play at kentucky i think he's a perfect fit for this timberwolves team and i think that's why they're pushing so hard to get him and if that's the case if that ends up happening I don't know what Golden State does. There's rumors that they're going to take Edwards, but there's also a rumor that they're feeling pressure from their executives to draft LaMelo Ball with the second pick if Wiseman's off the boards. So I think that is makes everything super interesting because if Wiseman goes one, I think that throws a wrench in what Golden State was going to do. I don't think Golden State really wants... Lamello, and I don't think they really want Anthony Edwards. I could see them taking Denny Avia at two if Wiseman goes one. Strictly because they think Denny fits better into their team right now and can help them win right now. That's that's what I could see happening. And there are rumors that they loved everything that they saw from him in his workout. So, there are so many uncertainties and we're eight days away from the draft. Usually around this time, I feel like there's a little more clarity where everyone's like, oh yeah, we know what the team with the number one pick is doing. I feel like no one really has a clue what's happening with that number one pick. So, Who knows? I mean, Kevin O'Connor has continued to report that there's a lot of speculation that Minnesota is continuing to try and move down and a lot of their conversations have been with Charlotte. I would love to see a deal get done with Charlotte. You know, there's so many different rumors that we're hearing. As I said, we heard the Warriors will take Edwards at two if he's on the board. Like, I don't know how much I believe that. Like, I think Edwards is a very risky pick for Golden State. But, they do have an older team. And, Edwards is a young kid with so much potential. So, maybe they would take that risk on Edwards, at two if he's on the board. I just, I don't want to see Minnesota take Wiseman... To try and prove a point and then not get a deal done for him. Unless you are trading this pick, don't draft a player just just to draft like. What I'm trying to say is don't take Wiseman because you think someone will trade for him after. Take the if no one's gonna get a deal done, if you're not gonna get a deal done with Charlotte, you're not gonna get a deal done with Chicago who is another team that's rumored to maybe be thought of moving up. I don't know. I think the big target right now is Charlotte. Don't draft Wiseman because you think by taking Wiseman number one overall, you're going to pressure Charlotte at three. Don't do that. If you don't think there's going to be a deal done with Charlotte, take the player that you want and that will fit best with your team. Is it Edwards? Is it Ball? I don't know. I would prefer Ball. Because I think LaMelo you can get more trade value for after the draft that you could use as a true asset with superstar potential to get a player like a Devin Booker or a Ben Simmons. I think that's what you have to do. I think you have to make a splash first. And... I I don't think Wiseman's already been clear that he doesn't want to play in Minnesota. I think it would be interesting to see how the twin towers of Wiseman and Cat would play together. But when you get the vibe and just, you know, the kind of feeling that he doesn't want to be here. Why would you take someone that doesn't want to be here? In Minnesota, you're trying to build a culture. You're trying to build a team that's all about, you know, buying into the system and wanting to be in Minnesota. Minnesota's not LA. It's not New York. It's not these big markets. It is a small market where you have to work for every single thing. That's the mentality they're bringing. They're bringing in guys who want to commit to what they're doing. And it already seems like Wiseman has kind of been saying, I I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be the number one pick if it's Minnesota. I I just don't want that. That is not someone you take number one overall. I don't care how great of a player he could be. He could be the greatest player of all time. But the fact he's saying he doesn't want to be on your team raises a ton of red flags for me. Like I, I just don't get that. When you grow up as a kid, you want to be the number one pick. You don't want to be the number two pick. You want to be the number one pick. And the fact he's saying, I don't want to be the number one pick and play for your team. I I just don't, I don't get that. And I don't think the Timberwolves should take him number one overall. Because they feel like they're trying to pull a fast one on Golden State or Charlotte. If you are making the pick at number one, take the player that will help your team the most and will buy into the culture that you are building in Minnesota. Is that Anthony Edwards or is that LaMelo Ball? I don't know. I think those are the two guys that you're really thinking about taking number one. The latest rumor is right now that executives believe Minnesota is taking LaMelo Ball at number one. I like that pick a lot. I I've become a big Lamelo Ball fan. I think Lamelo Ball has the potential to be a superstar in this league, and has the great passing ability and ability to score and just I love his game. I think Lamelo Ball is the pick at number one. I think, but when you look at mock drafts, you have. No one knows. Mock drafts are all over the place. They have Anthony Edwards going one. And there's LaMelo Ball going one. And then you have, with all these Wiseman rumors, sometimes you occasionally get the, hey, the Timberwolves will take James Wiseman number one overall. I don't think anyone has a clue. And I think right now, Minnesota's kind of okay with that. They want to keep organizations and other teams guessing at what they're doing at the top. Because if you just let other teams come in with a plan like hey they're taking this guy we can easily set our board off now then that's that's not what you want to see. Minnesota wants to keep teams guessing. They don't want teams to be prepared for what's about to happen on draft night. They want to keep teams guessing. And when you have a draft like this where there's no clear cut number one That's what makes things interesting because there is so much uncertainty and you're getting so much rumors. I personally hate the smoke screens. I hate it because it's just like, I, so now they're taking Wiseman. So now I have to buy in on some of the Wiseman stuff. I don't, I can, I feel like if they take Wiseman number one, overall, eventually I will buy into it. I will buy into him. I, I just, I don't know. There's so much uncertainty at the top. You really have to figure it out. And I I really I really hope they just get this pick right. And I truly believe that LaMelo Ball is going to be that pick. I think LaMelo Ball is the answer and I think That is what you're going to do. I don't know. I could be dead wrong. But I could also be right. We could say that about a lot of things. I'm just rambling right now. So that, that was pretty much my rant of the day. Kind of I'm done with these smoke screens. I just get me to November 18th. I just want to know who the Timberwolves are taking number one overall. Or if they're trading back. I I just want to know. I need to know. Because if I know that they're trading back, I can at least prepare for that. Because I don't know. And I don't think a lot of people know, outside of the Timberwolves organization, who has said they know who they're taking with their pick, if they're picking at number one. This, this is going to be a shorter podcast episode, I believe. Because... There's not a whole lot out there. And with next week being the draft, what I'm thinking about doing, is well, not really thinking about, what I'm going to do is I am going to do a podcast that will come out next Tuesday, the day before the draft, and I will just be talking complete draft and my predictions and everything going into it. And then I am going to do The plan is I'm going to be with one of my friends. Who's a big basketball fan as well. Um, And we will be watching the draft together. And you will get a podcast with my live reactions. And my thoughts on the Timberwolves picks. Because as of right now. They got 1, 17, and 33. So they are on the clock three times. You'll get my reactions and my thoughts on those three picks. And... Yeah, that that's what Wednesday's podcast will look like. It'll be a lot of reaction to the draft. And yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much what that episode will consist of. I'm going to keep this one a little shorter because the next two episodes, I believe, are going to be a lot longer, where next week on Tuesday, I'm really going to break down and I'm going to give you my gut thoughts on what they're doing at number one. You've heard them before, but when we get literally the day before, I feel like I'll have more of a sense of what they are actually doing at number one. So this episode will be a little shorter before we end this. I want to give two quick thoughts and not really thoughts. I just want to give two shout outs to my main man, Carl Anthony towns one shout out to cat. I mean, if you haven't watched it by now, Carl Anthony towns talked about, his mother, who who tragically passed away from COVID nineteen, he talked about how he dealt with that and everything. It was a very moving. YouTube video where he talked in an interview style. It was very moving and super powerful. And if you are a fan of Timberwolves Nation, I strongly suggest you listen to it. It's very moving and powerful, and. You gotta take a listen to it, and it gives you the one thing I took away with it. It gave me a totally, just, just such a good perspective on cat. And I feel like a lot of people, when we look at these athletes, we look at them as celebrities, and not really as human beings. And I feel like in this interview, you really got to see Carl Anthony Towns the human being. And it was so beautiful and just I wanted to say Carl, what you said and the whole it was so moving and so beautiful and I just wanted to thank you for sharing everything and with Timberwolves Nation we're so happy and excited to see you come back and play this season and if there's one thing I will say is If there is any, there's no doubt in my mind that Carl will be playing for his mother every single day and she will be watching and she's going to be super proud of him every single day because Carl is, Carl's a great player and he's an even better person off the court. That's also what's going to connect to my next point which is about Carl Anthony Towns which is Shams reports that the NBA social justice coalition board the governors of that are nba governors you got mickey arison steve uh steve balmer clay bennett mark laseri and vicky randit randineff wow that was wrong but the players were going to be on that social justice coalition board carmelo anthony sterling brown avery bradley donovan mitchell and our main man carl anthony towns So I want to give a shout out to Carl Anthony Towns for being on that Social Justice Coalition board. Just, Carl has really become so active as an NBA player. He's really used his ability to be this superstar player as a platform to create change. And I love that about Carl, and I think what he's doing to try and create change is amazing. So shout out, Carl, For all you're doing, you're an amazing player and an even better person on and off, uh, excuse me, off the court. You're a great player on it, but an even better person off the court. So shout out Carl for doing so many great things and just being the best. So that will do it for this episode of Legs Feed the Wolves. Once again, thank you so much for following and and listening to today's episode once again, if you want to get more thoughts and my rapid reactions, follow me on Twitter, Bailey underscore k 15 You can follow me on Twitter there where you'll get rapid reactions from me when all these rumors come out about what the Timberwolves are doing. But also follow me on TikTok, which is where I will post a lot of my videos and clips from the podcast. On TikTok, my account is at Legs Feed the Wolves. That is my TikTok account. So listen, follow me there for more content about the Timberwolves. But that will do it for episode four of the podcast. (sighs) Next week's going to be the NBA Draft. Let's go. Timberwolves Nation, get prepared. It's going to be a very long week. But Timberwolves Nation, we are ready for it. And we can't wait to see what's going to happen next week So, thank you so much for tuning in and listening Once again i'm your host bailey kennedy and that'll do it for this episode before i go one there's one very important thing i gotta get out raw wolves baby